Hello and welcome to the Nerd Out. This is Ritzy P. Uh, and this is T.I. A.K.A. Lisa Jenkins. We're girls and we nerd out. You can correspond with us on Twitter at the Nerd Out. We have a Facebook page, which has been sadly neglected lately. <laughs> uh, you can email us, info at thenerdout.com. And we are also somewhat newly on Instagram, where we share all kinds of nerdy things. Although, for me, I just generally just post memes. Yeah. I think that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So please join us virtually, audioly, orally. Orally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just a tip. Just, just a tip. A tip. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into things, I just wanted to give a big shout out to the G's. They went on a trip to Vegas this weekend. Okay. And they were texting me saying they're catching up on every single Nerd Out episode. So now Bless they're completely hearts. caught up. Bless their hearts. Yeah, they went back. Like, they were going back and forth. And I think the last one they did to was episode 19. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot of us. Yes, a lot. I would be tired. I would be tired of us. Exactly. After that much us. Exactly. So uh, thank you for supporting G's. Yes, we thanks G's. We love you. Uh, but yeah, if you know you're on a road trip, download the podcast, kids. Catch up. Come on. Do it. That's, I mean, I listen to podcasts in my car. Yeah, that's my new thing too. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I remember to download them to my phone. Yeah. And then um, just to really segue into things, the... Probably the time every year that I listen to podcasts oh, in the one, car more than like, any other. I see what you did there. I see what you did. Is when I'm working at Coachella. Yes. Weekend one, Coachella weekend two, and Stagecoach. Well, let's break it down. You just got back from Coachella. Yeah. Working uh, the first weekend. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, it was really good. I was regaling Ritzy with a little bit of it. Uh, it was very sleep deprived, very frantically working, driving the golf cart. Nice. That's how I do. That's how I roll at Coachella. Nice. nice. In a golf cart. Uh, I decorated the golf cart, tiki bar style. Nice. Then on day two, there was like crazy wind and a dust storm. Fucking trashed it. <laughs> and so I need to go home and buy my lights. Oh, I got out there with my lights um, for the golf cart. Because like people people decorate their carts a little bit. Yeah. Um, I kind of like to bring my A-game and show them that, like, the box office knows how to party. <laughs> so I bought lights that were, like, little flowers, like a lay. No, oh, cute. And they were, like, super cute. And I got out there and I pulled them out. And I was like, for real, Jenkins? They're plug-in lights. Oh, man. Yeah, not my finest moment. No. So I need to go buy battery lights. Yes. Um, I have some ones that are also flowers picked out. Nice. But, yeah, the cart. The cart was good. Um... Did not see any music. Just work, work, worked. Um, saw some celebrities. Ooh, uh, drove by Paris Hilton. Ugh, that's not a celebrity. I know, sorry. Drove by another non-celebrity. Well, I was with someone, and they were pointing at somebody in the line for VIP, and they said something about Amber Rose, and I laughed. Because I imagine Amber Rose, like the, uh, what is it, Kanye's ex? Yes, the one who's a uh, baby mom what, to Wiz Khalifa. Yes, yes. Um, I imagine her to be like six feet tall and like banging. This is not the case. She just had a baby. I mean, well. She is probably shorter than me and she had a normal body. And so when, and it took me a while to realize that it really was, it really was her. It's probably because of, she had a baby. She had a baby because when, when was, when I worked and was Khalifa performed and I was driving them all around, Mm -hmm. um, she was fucking gorgeous like really? she was sitting in my car and i'm like going what i was like wow of How course did this happen? yeah like, she's gorgeous yeah she was like thicker than i thought but like yeah. it was 
in place. Yes. She had like a little bikini top and some little shorts. Yeah. And she was like super tan and um, she had the blonde hair still, the short blonde hair. And I was like, wow, she's gorgeous. Okay. So I'm thinking it's post mama. Maybe it's post mama. Yeah. A little tired. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little worked. Yeah, probably. Um, so I saw them and then I had a super close encounter and you have, when, in your Coachella working, like you drive around artists. Yeah. So you're, you have way more of these moments. Yeah. I have these super infrequently, so I have to take them where I can. <laughs> um, at one point I'm stopped by the head of security who's like, I need you to do me a favor. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I have something you need to take to wherever. I was like, great. So I'm driving like a six seater golf cart. They get on the back, guy and a girl facing like facing away from me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I would have probably gotten into the seat behind the driver. Yeah. But whatever. And I, so they sit down, and I, like, sort of sling my arm over the back and turn yeah. to look yeah. the same time he does it. And I just, at first I see, like, long hair, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of the kings of Leon, and I'll never know. <laughs> and then, um, boom, eye contact, Jordan Catalano. Shut up! Yes. <laughs> Jared Leto himself. That's awesome. Um, and you know what? Here's what I will say. Normally, I, I always feel a little weird, like, oh, I don't know if I should be totally outing some of the famous people that I saw, but I will totally out him all day long. That is one polite motherfucker. Nice. Yeah. He was like, hey, this is where we want to go. Thank you so much. And then at the end, I was kind of like, hey, if you go right here, you can kind of sneak in and avoid all those people. He was like, that's so cool, man. Have a great weekend. Thanks again for the ride. That's awesome. Yeah. Who was he with? Random? Some woman. I don't think a girlfriend. Wow. Didn't look the way I would imagine his girlfriend to look. Wow. That's really nice to hear. You like to hear those stories. Yeah. You know, when they're really nice. And yeah. it's usually surprisingly the people that you think don't have to be nice are usually the people that are really nice. Yeah. And the people that shouldn't be that fucking oh, assholey and douchey are like the douchiest. Have no right to be are the douchiest. Yeah. Um, I saw him, I follow him on Instagram because he's gorgeous. And um, I saw how he was like, he took a helicopter. Oh, excuse. Yeah, sorry. To the movie awards, MTV movie awards from Coachella. Must be nice. I know. That's, I mean, if you can do it. Dude, if that's, and you're just gorgeous <coughs> like that. I mean, his band sucks, but whatever. He's living his dream. He loves it. Totally. And with his brother. Cool. Whatever. I do have Coachella cough, so you'll hear me hacking. Yeah. Oh, it's Coach Ke- Coachella cough is bad. And I was telling someone recently that days after, I mean, it's especially hard because you're working back to back to back to back, but days after, especially after the entire month, there'll be days where you're still finding dust and sand and shit in different orifices coming oh, out. Oh, I, I was rubbing my ear earlier. <laughs> And it, like, kind of deep, like, <laughs> and I was like, look, there's, like, sand in my ear, and I'm here to tell you I've had, like, four showers since then, and I don't know, and I took a washcloth when I got home. Oh, yeah, it gives me, like, after the dust storm, here's one, super gross, so after the dust storm, and I, like, I work with people, and they're like, oh, I'm so dirty, I'm like, I have been in a golf cart driving <laughs> it's around. It's a whole nother dirty. Dragging it's a whole nother like dirty. ice and various things and like walking around and helping people and whatever. Like I am filthy. Yes. And I, uh, so I got home and I was like, I must shower. So I got into the shower and turned the water on and just like kind of stared at the, <laughs> at the water. It was like a cloud of dirt just <laughs> moved through the water and down the drain. It was remarkable. Well, there's one time, and I think I might have told the story before, K-Pip and I, she was always, we always drive to Coachella and we always stay, we used to stay together. And this one time, she's, she's Argentinian, she's pretty white. And uh, 
She's like, we got home. She's like, oh my God, look. She's like, I totally got a tan. I was like, oh, awesome. Like, this is going to be a great Coachella. And then she came out. She started laughing. She goes, it was just dirt. She's like, I just washed my face. The tan is gone. We were rolling. That's awesome. Oh my God. Um, oh yeah. So, so worked out the kinks. You guys, uh, you're ready for next yep. weekend. Yep, and then we'll get a full report. And next weekend, I'm hoping the kinks will be worked out enough that I will be able to slip away and yeah. see a little music. A little something, something. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, at least a minimum, you'll get some more. Because um, I saw that uh, our man, Skarsgård, was there. <gasps> was he? Robert Patterson. Yeah. I saw a bunch of people that were there. Oh, I missed him. Yeah. Well, so. maybe he'll come back weekend, too, because he missed me, too. Yeah. What? Try to grab his dick. Um, so, uh, let's talk about... Oh, just this happened a couple of weeks ago. A nerd out moment for me. Uh-huh. Um, I've, since 1990, I don't know, seven or something, I was introduced to this band, Los Planetas, that are from Spain. Do not, not am not familiar with. They're amazing. You'd probably love them, even though you probably wouldn't understand a word. Um, sure. I don't, kind of don't understand some of the words, even though it's a Spanish, but it's in like Spanish. I know, Spanish you know what I'm saying? Um, they got so, the yeah, it's so fucking annoying. But you don't hear it as much in their music. But they're like the, I would say, I was saying like the Cure and the Smiths of Spain. They're okay. from that generation, like the 90s. They're that big and. They're really, really more underground, though, so maybe more, like, Echo and the Bunnymen-ish, okay, kind of, sort okay. of, like, on that level. We've got the breakdown, which, yeah, so, anyways, been wanting to see them forever. Shout-outs to Drew. I don't think he listens to that, but he introduced me to them because he did a study abroad semester in Spain, found them, knew I'd like them, um, gave me the CD, and that used to be what I used to paint my senior year in college, paint to, create to, it was my go-to shit. Wow. I love them. Uh, fast forward a couple of years, I'm like, oh, like, I'm trying to get people that we know that book Latin groups here and stuff. So, bring Los Palentes, bring Los Palentes, because they've never played here or anywhere close to here. They're always, like, Mexico City, or that's, like, you know, the closest they come. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, they're on my C before I die list. Mm-hmm. So a uh, couple of weeks ago, um, Drew sends me a text saying, like, oh, Los Valenetes are playing at um, this big, huge festival that I want to go to one day in Mexico City. It's like, they're playing this weekend at Vive, uh, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, awesome. I was like, oh, man. I was like, someday, whenever they come, you know you and I, we're there. We're totally there. Boom. I do a search, and I was like, let me see when... That weekend, the day after the day before they play the festival, they're playing in Tijuana, Baja California, which is right here. And... um. So I was like, so I went into panic mode and I was like trying to figure shit out and I was trying to find someone because of course that same day, Miosito had a show that he had a concert that day he had to go to. So then I had to find someone to take care of of the Supernatural Bear. So I'm like, you know, seeing who can help call T.I. here. Just use the hypothetical. Like if I can make this work, can you? She's like, you know, she always tells me like she doesn't know what to do with babies, but she could watch the fuck out of that monitor while yeah, they're totally. sleeping. Oh yeah. So she was without question, she was totally down to do it for me and for do it for us, but ended up having to do it for Johnny. Do it for do it for Johnny, man. So, anyways, I got to see them. It was a crazy, crazy ass day. Dream fulfilled. Amazing. Yeah, so I had like my godson in that from out of town from Arizona that weekend, along with um, family in 
like Aaron's sister and everyone. So it was like a crazy weekend. You want families in town just like sleep deprived and you're just running around everywhere, yeah. driving, driving, driving. Yeah. So that Sunday, people were going home, had to take people to the airport. Sunday was as follows. Wake up, take my godson to Irvine okay. Airport because okay. no flights were going out of LAX for him to get in home in time to see Schoolboy Q. From L.A. to Irvine, from Irvine to Bellflower, from Bellflower to L.A., drop the Supernatural Bear off, from L.A. to San Diego, from San Diego to T.J., watch Los Panetas up close, right in front stage, because uh, they're not that big, like, they're so underground in T.J. that it was, like, us and, like, less than 300 people in this small-ass venue right here to my face. Mm-hmm. Back to San Diego, jumped in my car, went back to Bellflower, dropped my rib off, then went back home. Monday, two and a half hours sleep, took care of the supernatural bear. Passed out. I don't even know what happened that day. <laughs> that day's lost to you? That's, it's lost, forever lost. I, I couldn't even tell you what happened that day. But, so you drove home that night yeah, afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, we were going to spend the night at Drew, because Drew lives in San Diego. He's like, yeah, I totally spend the night. Blah, blah, blah. Like, we even went with, it was me, Drew, um, Aaron, and then his friend who lives in Arizona, who's from Spain, who's okay. a Los Panetas fan, who drove from Arizona. Dude. With his uh, eight-month pregnant wife and his three-year-old three daughter to see Los Panetas. That's how serious this is, kids. That's really serious. Yeah. You were nerding out. We were nerding fans. the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And when we got in for free because, oh, craziness, it meant to happen, the venue that they're playing in TJ, Drew's, he, he teaches at, like, St. Augustine. Okay. Super, like, private, Richie Ridge school in San Diego, where we're from. And um, his student's dad is the owner of the venue. Oh, my God. So, yeah, tickets in hand. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. So, Drew fulfilled. Best I drove so ever. much. I it, it was, like, it was just kind of surreal. Like, I can't believe it happened. And I think it was also surreal because no, there was no fanfare. We, like, we got there early to try to get in line, and they're like, oh, come back in two and a half hours. They're like, it's a 1,300 capacity, and we haven't even sold, we've only sold 300 tickets. <laughs> We're like, what? So I was asking the kids around, like, what's up with those planets? They're like, oh, you know, they're really, really underground here. And for TJ, you know, it's different. It's just because it's Spanish doesn't mean anything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a whole from a whole another fucking country all the way across yeah. the world. So they were like breaking it down. They're like, yeah, like you know, it's a really underground following. That's why it's not like packed, sold out house. Like you know, like if the Cure were to fucking perform, you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, our win because totally. we were right there. Totally. Sound was kind of off, but whatever. We saw them, checked off the list, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Congrats. Thank you, and thank you for you know. You didn't. Ha you you were called, and you were gonna take and it. And I answered. And you answered, but we ended up not, you know, having to go someone someone else because we were gonna need someone that could put him to bed. Yeah, but uh, it all worked out. Um, I could have put him to bed. You think so? Yeah. I'm. Um, you think so? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. You would know better. It's a whole process for him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you. And um, there we go. Uh, let's see. Oh, 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 since this is nerd out, people nerd out a bunch of shit. And it was founded on the, our love that we knew that we had a love for Star Wars. Yeah. You know, our good friend, Sket One. Uh-huh. Uh, let me show you this because I don't think you have seen it. 
Yes, we will have a link to this, my friends. So today is the 15th of April. This is going on sale the 18th of April. Oh my God, it's amazing. We'll have a link to this. It's called, quote unquote, Our Father. It's a limited edition resin sculpt. It's basically fucking Darth Vader, like Saint Jesus on top of... The Death Star. The Death Star. When, like, Darth Vader is wearing, like, the big robe with his arms outstretched, like... Yeah. It's crazy. Offering benediction. It's crazy. It it's um, a black edition. This, how much is this going to sell for? They're going to be, uh... Six, six, nine, 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 I think. Okay. And they're, it's 16 by 25 by 8. Um, they weigh about 10 pounds, and they're gorgeous. There's only 25 pieces. They're amazing. So tell your friends. We're going to have a yeah. link to it. You're definitely going to want to get in on this. If, you have, if I had the money, I would totally get one of those. Yes. It's pretty rad. It's gorgeous. Um, and real quick, shameless plugs over here. Uh-huh. Shameless plugs. Uh-huh. Um, on May 3rd okay. at the Titmouse Studios, uh-huh. I will have a piece of art for the um, annual Eat Your Art Out that benefits the Angel City Derby Girls. And this year's theme is Grindhouse Films from the 70s. Oh. Yeah, and it's a, you know, they do a whole theme. So whatever the theme is of that year, they do up the space, the indoor-outdoor space, all like it, you know, full-blown. They'll have food and all kinds of things. And you can bring your, fat, you know, your kids if you want earlier in the evening. Is the Titmouse Studio, because they have two buildings next door to each other. Don't ask me how I know this. One of them is a two-story building. The other one is a, I think, like one and a half kind of like. Yeah, it's like a, this is in the warehouse part in the back. So, like, okay. the whole back um, area. Okay. Yeah. My friend, uh, my friend owns that property randomly. Oh, how crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll have a piece in there. And then That's pretty great. I want to go to that. Yeah, definitely come to that. Um, and then this is a really cool project as well because it's both you know art and music. I'm gonna have a four foot by four foot painting. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go pick up the canvas tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be. It's part of Brit Week. Did you know they have Brit Week here in no, L.A.? I did not. They have in different cities where they do creative stuff between U.K. and the U.S. or whatever. And it's called Music in Our Paint. And it's going to be a pop-up gallery at downtown at the Farmers and Merchants Bank. Okay. And the opening is going to be Thursday, May 8th during Art Walk from 8 to 11. And I'll be in it with different people such as Avile and Man One and Kodak and really amazing artists. So basically it's um, do a piece that's inspired by UK music, UK music scene. Huh. So it should be interesting what everyone um, yeah. does to see, you know, what influences oh, them and stuff that like that. Too. Definitely come to that. So, yeah, just, you know, I'm getting back into the game. I'm only saying yes to... To projects, uh, exhibits that I, you know, I'm passionate about, or I think are going to be fun, and so yeah, I said yeah to a four foot by four foot panel. I haven't done one in a while, so I'm excited to get back into it and have to do it kind of quickly. So, see how that goes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some movies. It looks like you've seen some movies. Yes. Uh, last weekend, I saw Saturday. I saw Divergent. Sunday, I saw Captain America. Verdicts. Uh, verdicts. Divergent. You saw, You read the book? Yep. 
Divergent was good. Mm. I've only read the first book. Okay. Um, it was not great. Oh. I really like that that girl who is the lead in it. I can't yeah. remember her name. It starts with an SH. She was in, uh, what was that movie in Hawaii? With George, George, George Clooney. Clooney. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. She's all hippie dippy too. Yeah. Um, it was, it was good. I mean, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It was fine. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of buzz for the guy who's the male lead. In yeah, it. he's fine. Okay, so check this shit out. So I kept seeing the trailer and I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? Why do I know that guy? And, but I was like, oh, but he's super young. That's probably why, like, I don't. I've, maybe when he was younger or something like that. He's the dude from Downton Abbey. Which dude? He was in Downton Abbey. He's the dude that dies. Right, right. The guy, the dude, the dude that dies in the first season. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he's not that young. He's 30-something. I think he's 30. Yeah. He kind of looks like James Franco. He does, but... Uh, and then I was like, he, he has this, like... He has some color to him. Because he's like... We looked him up. I think he's like... Greek and and mm. British or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, I mean, he was good. He's super charismatic. Yeah. So yeah, he'll he'll have a good career. <laughs> um, and then Captain America. Everyone was going crazy about it. Yeah, you? I thought it was really good. Okay. Um, the first Captain America is the only Marvel superhero movie that I ever got a little something in my eye. Oh. Because, You're cutting onions. Yeah, shoving on ice. At the end, uh, at the end of, of the first Captain America movie, you've seen it. Yes, yes, yes. When he goes like running out of the like weird holding cell that Shield has him in, like the time capsule, and he goes like charging out, and he's standing in the middle of Times Square, and like you can see in his face like sort of like wonder and awe and like fear <laughs> and like the realization that everyone that you know is dead. That's so <laughs> sad. <laughs> I'm a movie crier, but still, I thought that was real sad. So, um, you know, I thought it was good. The plot was a little, like, kind of dense, almost confusing at times. Mm. Like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> like, a little of that. Um, Scarlett Johansson was good. She didn't wear, like, like patent leather bodysuits. She wore, like, hoodies and, like, <laughs> pants. And I was like, this is kind of nice <laughs> like that she's less sexualized and more just a badass nice. like, I kind of appreciated that sorry guys <laughs> um I thought yeah I thought it was good and there was at one point I turned to my friend that I saw it with when um and it was like you know close-up of his face like looking kind of a little tortured because Captain America is a little tortured you know and I would and I turned and I leaned over to her and I was like he is so pretty yeah he is so he is pretty. Gorgeous. He is gorgeous. He's so pretty. He was on Jimmy. Every time I see him on something like a talk show, I'm like, God damn it, that motherfucker's fine. So fine. And and he was on Jimmy Fallon. They brought his brother and uh -huh. how they're like best friends. And they did a thing where one was wearing uh, noise canceling headphones and they were asking him like, what was the big, meanest thing that Chris ever did to you? And the and their mom was in the audience. It was a cute. It was cute. I need to look that up. That's it was adorable. super cute. And they're just, he's just, just love, you could see how much he loves his brother so much. And it's just, he's gorgeous. He is yoked. Yes. Like, they wasted no time in, like, throwing him in some tank tops and shit. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Thank you, Marvel. <laughs> um, yeah, like, and I read a great, there was a great article about the making of Captain America in Entertainment Weekly. 
and uh, and they're talking to Scarlett Johansson. She has like a big fight scene with uh, the Winter Soldier, and um, and she, and they ask her about it, and she's like, "Oh God, it was the worst. I felt so bad for him. I felt bad for me. Like basically, I was like, I had my like legs wrapped around his neck, and was like <laughs> choking him out, and like all this sort leg, and just like throwing him around and whatever, and then." <laughs> And they have a, a, then they have like a little quip from Chris. He's like, and she was like, it was the worst day. And he was like, it was Ben's best day on set. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But really, you know, the one thing that, that was really, really great. And this is, this is actually one of my favorite things for action movies. I love fight scenes. Yes. um, Especially like close quarter, hand to hand combat. And there are some like, I kind of, I didn't want to like stop, pull back from them because I was so wrapped up, but I was like, I don't know if this is like part CGI, part person, Mm. part whatever, but like some of these stunts are clearly him. So that's cool. No, that's good. And like, there's some wire work probably. Uh, Definitely. Oh yeah. (laughs) But like just in general, the like fight scenes of choreography and stuff, they were like really lengthy and really like, really like just like so choreographed out it was amazing oh wow really enjoyed that i look forward to to seeing it yes and, and seeing him in tank tops yes no na- uh, no shirt shirt any shirtless scene i think there was shirt. i think there was a shirtless scene i know it's just like yeah yeah that's great yeah um so captain america recommend divergent yeah yeah divergent could be a good movie to Down, rent yeah to rent download, download. Away, to download illegally you not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about TV? Because it's been what a week or so, two weeks since The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that fucking shit. Let's talk about that. Okay, the one thing, and I posted this on our Instagram account. If you pay attention, the thing that I loved was. Because let's face it, I think that we all knew a place called Terminus was going to be bad to no good. Totally. And when you when you have, they're like a big corporation. If you got the money to advertise far and wide, totally, you're up to no good. Yeah. Because that shit, like, like I questioned the fonts and I questioned how nice it looked. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So when they went in, and at least they didn't just go like waltzing in, like what's his butt did the week before. I know. Dumb shit. Um. But when they, when Rick and crew went in and, um, and then like Rick has the moment where, and I like that they don't really call it out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of subtle Mm -hmm. and it's like, boom, boom, boom. And you see that the people there are wearing Mm -hmm. items that belong to the rest of them. And that's why Rick knows and pulls the gun. And I also love that even though everything seemed really normal, our, our survivors, are so closely knit that as soon as Rick pulls a gun, they're they all like, knew. They yeah. exactly. Like they, they were knew. like, they're we like, are 110% right there with you. Yeah. He's just like trusting Rick. Daryl's like, get the thing. He's like ready to roll. Yeah. Michonne's like, I got my- Yeah. No, 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 definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That was great. But let's backtrack okay, yes. to the first fucking, the opening scene before the intro. Remind me of the opening scene. The opening scene is just Rick full of blood. Just sitting t- in front of the um, the uh, truck, sitting against the truck on the floor. Yes. We don't know that it's post whatever. Yes. We just know that he's there. We're like, what? I'm yeah. like, what? And then go back. Let's go back. Okay, so 
Oh, so I this, this is what I watched on my two and a half hours. This is what this is the only thing I remember doing that day, uh-huh. that night, right? <laughs> so somehow I made it through the day, and uh, I think uh, Miosita was putting uh, Supernatural Bear to bed. Okay, that's what I remember, and I remember going, okay, I'm gonna put on Walking Dead, you know, a little bit, and just a tip, just a tip, you know, just in and out real quick. And then I'm going to go to sleep, take a shower and go to sleep. I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm laying on the couch, which I never do. I usually watch shit in my room, in the room. I'm laying on the couch. That shit's playing. I'm by myself. They're over there going, you know, putting him to bed. And I'm watching it. And then the scene is happening. And it's unfolding. So I sit up on the couch. And then when I see that big fat motherfucker start unbuckling his, I hear him unbuckling his belt. And I see Rick and like, and then he does, and then he, spoiler, if you guys haven't fucking seen yeah, it, you guys fucking lame. So, and then when he, you know, hits him with the head, I'm like, yes. But then when he, you know, the guy was like, what are you going to do now? And when he goes and bites up in the neck, and I know I'm talking there, they're talking about like, Everyone was like, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden people were like, whoa. I, on two and a half hours sleep for like the, I jumped out of the couch, jumped onto the foot, the, 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 what's it called? You put your ottoman. The footrest, on yeah. the ottoman. That, and sat right to the edge and was all going, hell, motherfucking yeah. Hell, that's what the fuck you, I was going crazy. <laughs> I was going crazy. And then, and then Mio Sita comes out. He's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, the motherfucker. I was like, he had to do it. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you, that's what you would do. That's what you would do. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, what? I was like, ugh. I thought they were going to try to, ugh. I was so upset. I was so livid. And I was like, of course. That that's was what you, disturbing. That's what you, this is what you have to fucking do. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. By any means necessary. Mm-hmm. When it comes, now I like, I would under, I would have been that upset prior to Supernatural Bear. But now that I have Supernatural Bear, it was like magnified, amplified like that much more. You sure. know what I mean? Sure. Oh my God. So great. And thanks to um, Michonne, because everyone was so in shock, but she had like, you know, the mind to be like, okay, let me snap out of this shock so I can fucking cap that motherfucker who's yeah. not looking at me anymore. And then boom. She, it was a domino effect. It was like, they're such a great team. Boom. She caps homeboy. And then Daryl's like, he snaps out. He's like, oh shit, let me do this dude. Uh-huh. And then Rick just was like, let me get him. And yeah. I was just like, oh my God, yes. Yeah. Rick is back. And he guts him? Of course. Yeah. It was like, I felt like I was doing it. Yeah. It was so amazing. I watched that scene, even though it's so fucking disturbing, but then it's so rewarding. I've seen it probably six times. <laughs> I should, I need to I'm gonna I wanted to rewatch it but I was like mm, I might save it for when it comes back mm, mm. and rewatch it then. Yeah. Um, and then apparently, you know, it's funny because I feel like Mad Men maybe curses every once in a while, but so the last um, the last scene is <laughs> they don't they're screwing with the wrong people or they screwed with the wrong yeah, people yeah and they did the line I think they talk about it on uh, Talking, Talking Dead. Dead they fucked with the wrong people. I wish it could have been that. Yeah, fact. that it needed that, and you know what would have been that. Like I think yeah. it needed that. Maybe on the DVD. Um. So yes, they fucked with the wrong people, especially because like, fucking take no prisoners. Rick is back. It's on and popping. Yeah, 
And the thing that gives me a little bit of hope is that Carol is still wandering around somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like, I was like, what? And then you had to remember that they weren't all, they weren't there yeah. yet. They weren't together. Yeah. They were on their way there. Because I feel like Carol has good social game. Mm-hmm. And it might be that, like, she might be able to, like, I don't think that she would be as smart as Rick and figure out that, like, everybody here is wearing something that belongs to people I know. I don't know if she's smart enough to maybe figure that one out quite as quickly as he did. I don't know. I, I think I think now her skills are so to the next level that she might know. Especially yeah. after feeling like, oh, I should have seen the signs or should have paid attention to the signs of the little girl being a fucking sociopath. Yeah. She might be like, you know what I mean? And now she has, what's her name? Judith. And maybe she's just like, you know what? It's my senses are on like another, maybe she's on a whole nother level now. I don't know. Yeah. Um, where do we think Beth is? That's the sister. The blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Daryl's sort of weird crush. I don't know. I thought like, because they put her in a trunk and that, that she would be there. Didn't you, didn't you think I thought that, that I mean could she has she, has she been eaten? Maybe. I I'm still convinced she's in like rape camp. Because I initially I thought that those dudes had got her yeah. in the car because you know especially when they went to the place with the cars and everyone was like taking pick of cars I was like maybe they they it was them and they you know dumped the car ran out of gas or whatever they did whatever they did with her and then, but yeah. Ugh. I know. It was good, though. So good. It was, like, it was, it was, yeah, it was good. It was really good. I'm so glad to see, like, people get reunited. Yes. And it feels so good. And I like when, when Glenn was like, oh, they're our friends. When, when Rick was like, like, who, like, who the fuck are these? Kind of, like, thinking, like, well, who the fuck are these? And he's like, oh, they're yeah. friends. He's like, okay, no problem. Like, Rick was like, cool. Yeah, then we're together. Then, then we're all together. Let's do this. And I was like, okay. And everyone was there, right? Yes. Everyone that was supposed to be yes. there from the groups, both yes. groups, they're mm-hmm. all there. All accounted for. Okay. So on the outside, Beth, we don't know what's happening to her. Mm-mm. We don't know who someone took her. We don't know where she's at. Yeah. And then... Um, Carol, Tyrese, and Judith. Are out there. Mm-hmm. And that's, is that it for the I main... I think that's it. And everyone probably died in the... Those are the main characters that we care about. Everyone else is just... Yeah. Um... Yeah, and oh, somebody pointed out online, I didn't go back and rewatch it, but when they were, like, hurting them, well, like, cattle with their in the gunfight, mm-hmm. and I figured that out really quickly, yeah, too. Yeah. I was like... Because <gasps> they totally could have like, been... They could have killed them already. Yeah, I was like, mm, this is not good. Um, uh, there were people in the shipping containers screaming. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that. That's creepy. Yeah. And then they how showed... How many people do you... How many... If you are eating people... If you have a people farm, how many, how many people do you need? I mean, I feel like a human could feed you for, could feed like five people for a few days. But we don't know how many people are there because look sure. at all the people that are sure. surrounding. There was a grip of them. And it's like, so people, where are they living? There's a whole place down underground? Like, it's going to be fucked up. Yeah. I'm excited. But wouldn't there, this is my thing. If they're eating people... Like, how come you don't smell it? Wouldn't there be some fucked up weird stench? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, think about how long it would take. I mean, really, in a zombie apocalypse, the best thing to do is go back to, like, hunting and gathering. Because the amount of resources that it takes to keep a human alive until you can get around to eating them. Yeah. Prohibitive. 
But th- there was at one point, right? Or am I dreaming this? That you saw like human bone, yeah. like human remains, right? Uh-huh. Mm. Has to be. And she was like, they always show her both times. That lady, she's always oh, they're fucking eating barbecuing for some sure. apples for sure. They are eating people. Yeah, it's a cannibal. Crazy. So October, kids. We got to October. Can't wait. Can't wait. October. October. If anybody has any thoughts, theories, ideas, non-spoilers. Yes, non-spoilers. Yes. Uh, please post them like on Facebook page or something. That'd be great. Um, you haven't seen Game of Thrones yet? No, we can't talk okay. Game of Thrones or Mad Men because I know big shit went down on both of them. <laughs> oh my god. I think that I'm 99.9% sure I know what happened in this episode of Game of Thrones. Dude, they People were like... must have been losing their fucking minds. <laughs> losing their minds. Were you losing your mind? I... I w- no, because people kind of, they didn't say what happened, but I kind of figured it was happening because of the people, people posting shit. And I was like, man... Fucking, for, I think for games of throw for, for social media blackout. The last episodes of Walking Dead had to like totally do a social media blackout, totally. especially because I didn't watch it for like this last one for another day yep. and stuff. So I had to keep off of that. And I think from Jump mm-hmm. with the Game of Motherfucking Thrones, ever again can't be on social media. Yeah, all day. You Sunday. gotta protect yourself. Yeah, because it kind of fucked me up. So I kind of knew what to expect. So when it kept showing scenes, I was like. Is, what's happening? Is this gonna happen right here? And I saw it, and I, when it happened, I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, so you're gonna watch it tonight, but mm-hmm. both of them? Um, I, I'll be honest, I am fading, so I yeah. think probably Game of Thrones. We'll be lucky to get through that one. Yeah, but both of them. I mean, both episodes. Of oh, I've Game already of seen the first. I, oh, I have seen the first episode. Oh, oh, of Game oh, of oh, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So just the next. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. you're totally okay. Cool. Um, Mad Men. You know, the first episode. They always just kind of like nothing big happened. They yeah. just kind of like set things up and kind of tell you what happened. Um, so the one I, thing uh, I will say, it's only been two months. Usually it's like six or nine months after. Oh, yeah. It's only been two months. Okay. From what I gather. So I saw somebody post something. I think it was on Reddit. Um, and they were like, this should be the new um, the new motto for Westeros in Game of Thrones. The, the <laughs> continent that they're not continent the <laughs> landmass they live on is attend the wedding skip the reception <laughs> good one yeah. good call so good call true um okay so we'll we'll talk about that all that shit yeah um post, next time post cello to stagecoach stagecoachers um and just real quick i i finally finished the book my friends that took you a while yeah, and what's so funny is when I was in, we were waiting, the two, we were drinking across the street at a bar um, uh, in TJ before uh, Los Panetas, and I was talking to the the Spaniard, Vicente, uh, Vicente, and uh, we were talking, you know, he has a three-year-old, and and uh, we're talking about reading a book, how we're, you know, we both work for ourselves or something, and how reading a book like you can read two pages and you fall pass out because by the time you finally yeah. had the time to like okay yeah. i finished all the shit i had to yeah. do and i was like yeah i've been reading the same book since i think when i was since i was pregnant uh-huh. so it was funny because then i finally finished it two book two pages and then one night i did like more because i only had a little bit left i was like oh every now i'm like i'm totally this is totally gonna be the night i'm gonna finish it mm-hmm. and then two one and a half page rare so i finally finished this kevin smith's book tough shit life advice from a fat lazy slob who did good and it just fucking 
confirm that he's an amazing human being and I want to hug him even more now. So Really? Yeah, it's a good read. If you want to borrow it, take it with you. Um, I'm glad I didn't get the audio. Like I said before, his, I, don't, I don't like him, his reading style of his own story. I just like when he tells his stories. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I finally finished it and it's just, it's great how he ends it little, you know, little love notes to his daughter and his wife and people that have helped him. I just, I really feel that that's amazing when you're just, you know, you so you're successful, but you still remember where you come from and you're very appreciative and stuff. And I'm sure it has to do because he's such a big dude, mm-hmm. you know, so he, he's always thinking of others and cause you know, he's always in a fucked up position and I don't know. It's awesome. So thank you, Kevin Smith. Thank you, Kevin Smith. And I have one last thing that is so very sad to me. Um, As those of you who have listened to us over the years know, Television Without Pity is like my favorite entertainment website. I go read, they do, um, they have forums that are super active for like every fucking TV show. And it's my favorite place after I watch an episode to go and be like, oh shit, and see what other people said. Like, you know, is that I, where the the Carol theory came from? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So like all of these things, um, like for every show that I watch, um, they're owned by I think NBC, and uh, NBC has decided that they don't get enough traffic. Not only are they closing the site down at the end of the month, but they are taking all of the archived content. They have been doing this for every like forums for every TV show. For um, since the late nineties. Oh my god! And like you will have the walking, you'll have the Walking Dead forum. In the Walking Dead forum, there will be like the um, episode thread, a thread for every major character. Wow. Um, a spoiler thread, a um, a what's not not a spoiler speculation thread, um, all kinds of other things like like in Battlestar Galactica is like spirituality in Battlestar Galactica, like all kinds oh, of like wow. super deep shit. That is, like, such an amazing resource, yeah, for, like, nerding out or, like, just going and learning, like, and having your mind expanded about your favorite things. And, um, yeah. So they're taking the content and doing well with it? Taking it They're just delete, delete, gone forever. I mean, I I imagine they must keep it somewhere on a server, but the fact that they wouldn't allow all of that historic information just to keep living as a resource for people, weak. Wow. Because the so that sucks, but probably because of the price to pay for the storage, I guess. Yeah, but although it's like if their if their goal is to increase their page views or whatever, like let Keep me it. run, let me run the fucking website. I'll figure <laughs> that out, that shit out. Yeah, yeah. It's not rocket science. Wow, that sucks. I know. I'm it's done already, or they're going to do it. End of the month. And like everyone is freaking out and trying to figure out where are we going to go next. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, I'm sure sad. wherever people go next, you'll know. Yes, I will know. And you'll let I've us know. I've been following the conversations about where to go and people voting and all that sort of stuff. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just the most amazing science. Rip Tubi. Tubi was their mascot. R.I.P., man. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's let's cut it short because yeah. we got things to I gotta do. I got to go home and sleep and wash my hair. And watch uh, Game of Thrones, yeah. so we know what we're, we're all talking about. Can you text me as soon as you finish? Yes. If you remember, or in the morning, be like, yes. da 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 All right. I think it's a wrap, kids. Good night, everybody. Oh, or good morning, or good afternoon, <laughs> or whatever. Have a good one, people. Peace out, nerds.